0: Hey everyone, it is April 4th, 2019 and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Okay, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode in Earring... (sighs) Of my podcast, Brooklyn Baritone, I am Corey Ashley. Of course, as you know, from if you have even listened to any of my other material in earlier podcasts, I talk of a lot of things, social issues, a lot of personal development, personal growth, professional growth, spiritual growth, all those things are intertwined and make up our complicated weave that we call life, Well, many of the things that I talk about relates to everyone. Especially me. So I'm not some type of Dalai Lama. I don't have a PhD or a doctorate in, in, in some kind of psychiatry or whatever. I haven't sailed the seven seas, but I do have a good amount of experience in life. Different jobs, different relationships, different paths. Many things have changed, but at the point, definitely for years, I've seen a lot of things seem to connect and make sense, more so in the spiritual sense, where things are aligned with you properly. And uh, I'm going to say directly, uh, anything aligned with what the Father, the Father, Elohim, Adonai, Yeshua, is, is telling us to do, um, things will work out for us. Problem is, we have way too much things and ideas, ideals, mindsets, opinions that that convolute all of these things that we should be living like the the way that we need to live and even have a relationship with the Father, a relationship with ourselves and other people around us and the world around us, has been diluted. It's it's so much pieces of the puzzle are missing, and we kind of bring that on ourselves. We have a lot of influences before us, before we were even here on this planet, that put many things into motion that kind of, you know, distracted us from the truth and the truth of being a more whole person, of being a person of fulfillment, being a person of purpose, being a a person of compassion and integrity. All those beautiful things that we all strive to be, but sometimes we fall short because of our own shortcomings, our own lack of understanding, or even lack of understanding ourselves. But, anyways, enough of that. Okay. Emotional PTSD is what I'm talking about today. That is a heavy thing because we, we know about this term. And it, it first kind of got popularized with the men and women of the armed forces, usually associated with combat. Or anything traumatic, which is part of the term, post-traumatic stress disorder. Anything traumatic that they may have encountered. But it's not just limited to people who served, uh, my fellow veterans. My hat goes off to you. But anyone in any profession or environment or any experience. It doesn't have to be a constant... um, Uh, Exposure to an environment it could just be one time because many things change people especially if they are traumatic now of course the definition of post-traumatic stress disorder is a condition of persistent mental and emotional stress occurring as a result of injury or severe psychological shock typically involving disturbance of sleep and consistent vivid recall of the experience with dulled responses to the others in the outside world. Kind of in a nutshell, and there's, a lot, there's actually more to it as well, but in a sense, yes. But when it comes down to it, most of us have come across some form of trauma, whether it be A violent physical altercation could be a verbal altercation. It could be a a massive change in your life and the people around you could be separation because of death. Separation because someone decided to move away from you or because a relationship didn't work out or a job didn't work out. A loss of finances and that will cripple a lot of people, especially nowadays with how we're so dependent on currencies and finances and how we're kind of uh, we're weaned and groomed to be dependent on these things. Now, did I say emotional? No, I think I said moral PTSD. Okay, it's catching myself. Moral PTSD is basically the stress and the trauma involved with morals. And we are, we are definitely seeing that unless you just happen to a person who was not affected by it even though you see it or you may be living somewhere very remote uh most of us see it some places definitely more than others remember my website is Brooklyn Baritone, so i am in new york city so we see a lot of lack of morals so i should say moral ptsd so uh, new york city is definitely a place that will experience you will experience or suffer from moral ptsd now i'm going to start from from the origins from the cradle probably go to the cradle to the grave not not the dmx movie but that's just a term and a moniker and i'm looking to use now now when i say the term moral moral ptsd and so much of us do suffer from it whether we realize it or not you think about when you're a child, you basically look at, well, most of us are basically taught the rights and the wrongs, the do's and the don'ts, and we're also taught to behave in a manner that's respectable of ourselves and to other people, to talk nice, to not curse, to not take anything that's not yours, you know, at least without, not, without having permission, you know, as lying, oh, well, I'm sorry, stealing and speak the truth. All the time to not lie, you know, and to be respectful to other people around you, especially your elders. So we're taught to play nice. We're taught to talk properly, to you know, speak when spoken, to or speak you know when it's appropriate, to have a proper respectful approach to other people, especially your elders. You know, keep your hands to yourself. Don't hit anybody, even no matter if you're angry or not. Control yourself. All these things. And you're also taught, you know, time management. Time to eat. No, you're not going to eat that now. It's too late. A, it's time to go to bed. Yes, it's getting too late. Or you know You need to take a nap. A, it's time to get up. Time to go to school. You know, you're taught these things more because you are a younger age and you have to learn order. And I always say this world this existence is completely about order no matter how much of a free mind and free will we want to be you know that free mind is made up of an order of millions of brain cells that keep together in a specific order for you to have the luxury and liberty to think free will to do whatever you want with your body You know, of course, there's consequences, but it's because if we abuse our bodies or even our free will and liberties, there are consequences because you are now breaking that order of things. But I don't want to stray off too much off the point. So we learn to be nice as children. We learn to play by the rules. We learn to be a proper and good person. And then we get older. And all that stuff that we learned to do as a child is now out of the window. Why is that? Because now when little kids actually see grown-ups doing quote-unquote grown-up things, I don't know why it's called grown-up things. I guess because you feel you grew up out of the mindset that kept you safe and had morals, but <sighs> I digress and continue to go forward. So now when you're older, when you're younger now, And you're starting to come up in age, you're starting to see things that, you know, grown up still drinking, you know, you're not old enough, gotta be 21 to drink alcohol, drink liquor, to to touch anything out of daddy's or uncle's uh, liquor cabinet or go to a club. You know, that's what they do on bars, hang out, socialize and drink, 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 Uh, make themselves inebriated, senses are dull, you know, attacking the liver and or kidneys and stuff, you know, fantastic grown up things. Also, cussing is grown up. How is that grown up? Um, cursing is, you know, again another another thing that I've covered in the past. Where it's, it's listen to the word curse. We all know what a curse is. You know, no one wants to put. A cur- no one wants a curse put on them. So you know. So why would you sit there spouting things, especially in the origin that you may not understand? Now, because it's 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 um, children's stories. So much things have origins and they're called curses for a reason and you know it's vulgar it has this this negative energy behind it when you when you say it no matter even if you're used to it 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 doesn't change the fact that it's something that you shouldn't be saying or even speaking mean to others you know uh, picking on people being a bully with things the things that we learn to not do as a child but then you know if if people we don't like people whatever then you know tough stuff you know the sticks and stones may break my bones you know that's that's my past Uh, podcast about words how powerful they are we also look at staying up late which you know you have the free will to do that now we really shouldn't because we need sleep we need sleep and we might get used to i'm used to not having a whole lot of sleep but i need sleep and there's times i welcome it part of getting older but you realize like hey i need sleep so my body could rejuvenate and heal itself and I could get that energy that I want to wake up the next morning father willing to do more marvelous things also another thing about what quote unquote grown ups do is you know getting some nookie you know getting down getting nasty all, all that stuff getting very intimate that many young people like one of the things that we can't wait to do that Stuff that grown-ups still to curse or to see movies that got curses in it and to drink and to smoke and all that stuff. Why are these things grown up? What happened to our morals that we were taught as children to do and to not do? Why is it that we feel that we're grown in abusing ourselves, our bodies, other people, and the things and resources that we have in our lives? That does not make sense. Hence why so much things are very wrong today. So many things are not the way they should be. And many people are miserable, even if they attain all the things that society, governments, and the culture says that you need to be happy. Got me a nice new cell phone, the latest model. Cell phone, nice, nice, taking selfies. Nice, taking a picture of my food, picture of myself, picture of my friends. Got a new core, got me a nice job, got a nice crib. I live in a nice part of town. You know, got these nice clothes, yada, 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 yada. These are things that are nice to have, yes. But they do not make you who you are. It's a part of you, but it doesn't make you who you are. It has These These are empty things that we look to attain, that we look to acquire. Now, we always have to remember, too, that, you know, even though we have these things, people are still miserable. We got a job. Can't wait till I get older mm-hmm, to get more money for myself so I can buy my own stuff. And then we get there like, oh, man, I'm tired of going to work. Oh, got to pay this bill. Oh, my goodness. I'm not paying enough. Oh, I can't believe how much this costs. Welcome to the w- grown-up world. <laughs> Welcome to freedom. This this freedom that they say supposedly is freedom has a price. It's not really freedom. It's a kind of bondage, you know. So when we look at the freedom that we so ache for because all the grown-ups are doing and having a blast, then we get up to be a grown-up. We're like, damn, this is not how I thought it was gonna be, you know. By trade, I'm a I'm an IT person, information technology. I'm computer guys you call when your computer's not working. And there's an old movie called Hackers. So it was when Angelina Jolie was in it and she was like, you know, real young and fresh looking and stuff. Now, it was a fantastic movie. It was, I think, a cult following a bit, a bit. Not super big, only certain people know it. But, you know, especially when you're very impressionable, especially from anything from Hollywood. Billions and trillions of dollars of entertainment, uh, um, money behind that, but... It's basically about, you know, hackers. What what people call the people who are on the dark web right now. You know, a a young uh, group of hip, edgy teens and youngsters on skateboards and weird glasses and hacking into stuff with with um, computers at a high tech at the time, whatever. So anyways, when you're a young, impressionable person looking at IT stuff, you're like, man... I want to live like those guys, hackers. I want to be a computer guy. And then when, you know, when you get into the IT world, you're like, this, this is nothing like the movie they, where's the skateboards, where's the fun they were having. I, I want to be able to hack into stuff. It's none of that stuff that you're doing unless you were actually a hacker. And you know, I don't think you're living that wild. Usually, usually in, in, in a low key environment, but again. You're at one point, you know, from the outside looking in, and when you get in, it's like, this is not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, I have more freedom and stuff, but you have a lot more burden now. And then you realize everything that everyone's doing is like that. The the car said, let me maybe feel better or liberated. I'm, I'm down in the pits like everybody else now. Now, I'm earning my own money. Yeah, unless you are earning a great amount of money. And you are doing your purpose and you, you understand that seed that's planted in you in the form of a talent or a skill set or a gift. Then you're going to feel like, you know, oh, I'm just trudging along nine to five. Where's the fun supposed to start? I, I miss hanging out. I'm getting older now. I'm getting more tired. I can't hang out anymore. You know, and then you see movies. Movies are good, but yeah. This is not. Gonna make you feel good for twenty-four hours a day, and it's going to be impossible to feel good twenty-four hours a day, especially how things are, how everybody else is right now. So, we have a lot of people who are miserable for many different reasons, but from the same core. Do you know, we go away from not even a simplicity, but from the moral foundation? that we were taught when we were a child and then we cross over to adolescence young adults to adulthood we find that these things we don't do anymore that's childish i understand certain things and ways of speaking and doing things are childish but to be nice to people all the time to want to share to just enjoy life just to enjoy life you know you're not hanging out with this girl You know, just just to get into the panties, you're actually just hanging out with her because, hey, she's cool. You know, I don't even care about, you know, her genitalia. She's just a cool person. She makes me laugh. We've all fallen through for that. We've all gone gone through that. You know, no ulterior motives. We're just doing it because we like it. This is the thing to do. This is how we're supposed to live. Much more simplistic because we make things way more complicated thinking that we're you know older getting more freedom from overbearingness of childhood understand that that's where it is to have a little bit more a carefree life not to just throw away all of your responsibilities but to not worry as much to actually be nice to people to look forward to you know enjoying the day as best as you possibly can don't worry about throwing curses out of your mouth, putting that energy out there, putting that poison in your body, smoking, drinking, you know, and I'm not saying that because I've never done these things. I was in the military, so many people start smoking and drinking when they join the military because the, the cigarettes and the liquor so easily available and cheap, you know, and so much people go through, you know, a uh, amount of stress, so that's one way they deal with it. I did some smoking. I I smoked cigars for a while, but I stopped. You know, I used to drink. I went to clubs and stuff, the heaviest I probably ever drunk. Now, I don't don't even mess with drinks anymore. So I've been there already, you know, but that can't be a part of you where you're putting these things in you, and it's wearing your body down because it makes you feel good for a while. You got to keep coming back to it. So you got an addiction problem, and you also have during this addiction problem, you're wearing your body out even more. Looking for that next fix. Yeah. You know, so, and also chasing the money. You feel chained to your financial slash social position. Because you don't have enough money. You feel chained to your job. You feel trapped. You feel trapped because the real you is not out. The real you is not out. Now, that's another subject that I covered, you know, in a past podcast. You know, development. Development. But go back to that more simple moral foundation, man. Because that has to be trauma. Where you learn all these things to be one way when you're a child. When you get older, you see all the adults not doing it. And then you kind of have to adjust and compromise these things you learn as a child to fit in, to get by. That's terrible. That That is trauma, man. That is trauma where you're told to be nice to people and taught nice to people. But then it's common practice in this country for people to just fire you from your job. Knowing damn well, that's more than likely your one and only or main means of income. And sometimes not even because it's self-imposed, but people find a way to justify it. Because of the name of being cost-effective more because people don't like you so they're going to be spiteful towards you i've heard so much people and people close to me have worked 20 years 20 plus years and then let go without getting any kind of proper severance or retirement package can you believe that and people who enact these things they're eating they're either a people who are already eating they got money or B, they're trying to get to that status of getting money so they're going to do whatever they need to do. Dog eat dog, cutthroat. You know, it's it's just, you're just shark bait out there. Why is that? Because people decide to do these things. It's, it's just business. You got to be cold-hearted in business. That's garbage. You don't ever believe that. I got to a point... In my life at a certain age where I didn't believe that. Even, even though people told me, you got to play the game. You got to fake it till you make it. I didn't believe in that stuff. After a certain point, because I saw wrong was wrong. This is not how you talk to people. You don't treat people like trash. Especially you put human value under the value of money. No way, man. This is not how we roll. This is why we have so many problems. This is why so many people are suffering and hurting because of moral PTSD. You become numb, become separated from who you're supposed to be in the world around you. You get separated from what the creator's purpose is for you and each and every one of us. We all need to just be shooken up and wake up and like, listen, man, this is not everything for me. This is not everything for you. Let me look out for this guy who's working for me, who's been busting his tail. He might have messed up, but you know what? Overall, I'm taking the time to really know him or know who he is and everyone has mistakes. Let's give him a chance. This person has been working 15, 20, 30 years. You know what? We know their retirement is right there. Let's send them off properly. All their hours and years and months they put into this company, let's send them off right as opposed to letting them go because the boss told me so or because we're trying to make budget cuts too bad tough since when we stop caring about each other? We got to get back to that. That is the key for everything. Humble yourself to the proper foundations, and I guarantee you so much more, even if everyone else doesn't fall in line, you start to practice it, you will worry a lot less. You will value things in life a lot more. You will understand that it is important to care for others. It is important to not poison myself with cigarettes, with drinking, with toxic people, with toxic environments. You find that it is very important to not cuss all the time. And then you're know, cussing is easy to complain all the time because the, they go hand in hand with each other. You learn to appreciate things a lot more, a whole lot more. I remember I used to get excited. I mean, what child didn't get excited when it, you know, let's go outside to the park. Yay. I'm going to tell you, I still get excited to go outside to the park. I love going to the park botanical gardens outside somewhere man somewhere where it's a little bit peace fresh air not cooped up in a box not cooped up in your head if you're trapped in there get out there and free yourself man free yourself from this bondage from these binds and try to start healing yourself and others around you from this moral ptsd that we are all suffering from some more than others but we are all suffering Remember, life is not as complicated as we think it is. I say and believe strongly, just about, if not every problem that we come across in life has a simple solution. It's us that make things complicated. All right. That's it. I rambled on long enough. I hopefully... Gave you something to think about. Hopefully, I kept your interest. Hopefully, I give you something to talk about. Well, that's why I'm doing this. Again, you could email me at cory at brooklynbaritone.com. Thank you for listening. Listen out for another podcast. Every week, of course. Right here at Brooklynbaratone.com or Google Play or iTunes. Take care and be blessed, everyone. Love you all.